All right, go ahead. So my name is Pedro, and and how old are you? Um, I am twelve. And why is Jesus better than anything else? So, my I have two answers because she is Jesus, mm -hmm. just this, and because she like he. Sorry, I am. Yeah, <laughs> he. Um, he. Like, how can I say this? He died for us for take off all our sins. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Welcome, guys. I'm Alicia Yoder, and today on the Jesus is Better podcast, we get to keep talking about the greatest person in the universe, Jesus. Last week, we talked about the special way that God wanted to live with the Israelites. He talked to Moses on the mountain and taught him the way the Israelites were supposed to treat one another and how to build the tabernacle tent where God would live right in the middle of each place they camped. The most important command was to keep the Sabbath, remembering who God is, what he has done, and that he is the only one who makes them holy. God wrote his words on two tablets of stone and gave them to Moses. Meanwhile, when the people saw that Moses was taking a long time to come down from the mountain, they said to Aaron, Make us gods to show us the way to go. This Moses guy who led us out of Egypt is gone and might never come back. So Aaron said, Give me all your golden rings. They did, and Aaron melted it and shaped it into a golden calf. The people said, These are your gods who rescued you from the land of Egypt. So Aaron made an altar before it and said, Tomorrow will be a feast day to the Lord. The next day everyone got up early and offered burnt offerings, ate a feast together, and then started doing whatever they felt like, no matter how crazy it was. God told Moses, Go down, for your people whom you brought out of Egypt have turned away from the life I commanded them. They have made a golden calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods who brought you up out of Egypt. So now let me punish them all and make a brand new nation through you. But Moses said, why are you so angry with these people you've just rescued in such a powerful way? What if the Egyptians say that you rescued them only to kill them in the mountains? Remember your promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that you would give them more children than the stars in the sky and that you would give their children's children's children a land to live in forever. And God didn't destroy the people. 
Moses went down the mountain, holding the tablets of stone God had written on, and went down to meet Joshua. When they got closer to the Israelite camp, Joshua said, There's a war in the camp! But Moses said, No one is shouting in victory or crying because they lost. I hear singing. When they got near enough to see the people dancing and worshiping the golden calf, Moses got so angry that he threw the tablets of stone off the mountain and they broke at the bottom. He grabbed the golden calf and burned it, grinding it down to powder and scattered it on the water and made the people drink it. He said to Aaron, How did the people make you bring this sin on them? Aaron replied, Don't be angry. You know that these people want to do evil. They told me to make them gods to go before them because they didn't know what happened to you. So I told them to bring me their gold jewelry and when I threw it into the fire, this calf came out. Since Aaron had let the people go wild and even their enemies were making fun of them, Moses said, Who is on the Lord's side? Come to me. The Levites of the people of Israel ran to him and he told them to kill those who didn't follow the Lord. Three thousand men were killed and Moses told the Levites that they would be the ones to serve the Lord in the tabernacle tent and be blessed as they followed God alone. The next day, Moses said to the people, You have sinned a great sin. I'm going to speak to the Lord. Maybe your sin can be paid for somehow. So Moses went to the Lord and said, The people have sinned by making this God of gold. Please forgive their sin. Otherwise, get rid of me too. Take my name out of your book. But God said, Only those who turn away from me will not be in my book. But I want you to lead the people to the place I've promised you. My angel will go before you, but I will also bring a punishment. And God did send a plague on them because of the calf they had made and worshipped. God said to Moses, Take the people and lead them out of this camp to the place I've promised to give you. It will be a good land where delicious food can grow. But say, I'm not going with you because you are so stubborn, so take off your jewelry. When the people heard this, they cried and stripped off their beautiful clothing and jewelry as they continued journeying on. Now, each time Moses went to meet with God, he set up a tent far away from the camp. And if the people wanted to seek the Lord about something, they would go there. The people would notice when Moses headed toward the tent and would watch him go in. God's pillar of cloud would come in front of the door of the tent, and he would speak with Moses. And when they saw God's pillar of cloud in front of that tent, the people would worship God in front of their tents. Whenever Moses would come out of the tent, Joshua would stay behind and guard the tent. God spoke to Moses, just like a friend speaks to a friend. Moses said to God, You told me to lead this people and that you know me and are pleased with me. So I need you to show me your ways so that I can know you and please you. 
Remember, you chose this nation to be your people. And God said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Moses said, If your presence doesn't come with me, I don't want to leave. We won't know if we're pleasing you, and that you've chosen us if you don't go with us. God said, I will go with you. I know you and am pleased with you. Moses said, Please show me your glory. And God said, I will make my goodness go before you and tell you my name, the Lord. I will show grace and mercy to whoever I choose, but you can't see my face and live. I will put you into a crack in the mountain and cover you as I pass by. Then you'll be able to see my back, but never my face. Next time, we'll get to find out how God keeps traveling with his people, even after they made this terrible choice of worshiping a golden calf. Do you think God could have just told the Israelites, see you later, and left them to try to take care of themselves? God had made a promise to their ancestors, which Moses remembered. God had promised to make Abraham's children into a great nation and give them a good land so that they could bless all the peoples of the earth. Even though Moses got so frustrated with them, with their complaining, and then when they worshipped the golden calf, he still wanted to lead the people into what God had to give them. But what did the people choose to do? They were sick of waiting for Moses and decided to make their own gods to follow and worship and tell them what to do. Aaron agreed to make the calf out of their golden jewelry, and when they threw a party, everyone did whatever they felt like, choosing their own way to live. When God told Moses what was going on, Moses didn't want the Egyptians to think that God had failed to rescue his people, and he wanted God's promise to be fulfilled in the people God had brought out of Egypt. So he punished the people and let God punish them with a plague. Aaron chose to blame the people for his decision to make the calf and even pretended that it jumped out of the fire when he threw the jewelry in. Moses chose to keep talking to God and told him that if God's presence didn't go with them, he didn't want to leave. Otherwise, they wouldn't know how to please God. Moses also asked to see God's glory. And God said that if he saw God's face, he would die. So he was going to put Moses in a crack in the mountain and pass by so that Moses could see his back. So, do you think we ever do anything similar to those Israelites? Do we ever get sick of trying to follow God's ways, trusting him when things go bad at school, obeying all the things our parents ask us to do, or responding in kindness to our brother and sister again? Or when someone does something to us that makes us mad and then we get in trouble for it? Are there things that sometimes feel better than following Jesus? Aaron was supposed to be the priest, teaching the people how to live holy lives to God. But instead, he blamed the people for making him create the golden calf. So what do we do? Is God going to make us drink water with crushed up gold dust in it? 
The people needed someone to speak to God for them, to keep them from being destroyed because of their sin. God used Moses to be the one to talk with him and teach the people the way they were supposed to go. But God has given us someone even better than Moses to show us God's forgiveness, righteousness, and love. In Romans 5, 8, it says that God showed his love for us by sending Jesus to die for us when we were still sinning against him. Jesus died because he loves us so much, because living a life of sin is not the way God created us to live. We were never meant to do whatever we feel like, but instead receive his forgiveness and his perfect behavior record given to us so that we can want to live in his ways and see his glory, just like Moses wanted to see it. We don't have to be punished in this life or in the life after we die. Instead, we get to enjoy the love that God has for us, talk with him like a friend, and see all the amazing things he's doing in the world, forgiving people and freeing them to live in his good ways. And we even get to be a part of that since we get to know it for ourselves and tell anyone and everyone that they can follow him and know his love too. Will you receive his love for you, believing that nothing is better than knowing Jesus? Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for knowing us. We can't love others without your help. So would you show us how much you love us and those around us? Teach us your ways and give us hearts that love you more than anything else. Amen. Parents, thanks so much for making these episodes available for your children to listen to. It's such a joy for me to anticipate sharing these truths and imagining the ways God will help you continue the conversation. May God fill you with his wisdom as you shepherd these children in your lives. And if you want more resources, you can check out my resource page at aliciayoder.com. And if you share the podcast on Facebook or type in a short review on iTunes, we will keep getting the word out. See you next time.